What's up, everybody? This is Iron Mike Stedman. And as always, I want to thank you for listening to my show, Dog Whistle Brandon. Today on DWB, I discuss why Jim Collins recommends firing bullets, then cannonballs when it comes to your brand strategy. Gunny, take it away. Yo, saddle up, lock and load. You're listening to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide no fluff and high impact brand strategy and business coaching for veteran owned businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, the godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, founder of Ironbound Media and business coach at the Lions Pride. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com to stay up to date on all things DWB. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. Saddle up, lock and load. One of the hard parts about building a dog whistle brand is that there are no guarantees. I wish I had a magic formula that I could tell you is going to work every time. But the reality of it is there's so much uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur, dealing with the economy, team members, your competitors, your customers, right? There's just a lot of uncertainty out there. And although I have my dog whistle branding framework where I talk about perfect customer, build a whistle, build your brand, the reality is you might have to try a bunch of different whistles and a bunch of different brand positioning before you figure it out and you figure out what works. And one of the things I like to think about whenever we start talking about branding is Jim Collins and his concept of fire bullets, thin cannonballs, which comes out of his book, Great by Choice. And the concept is this. Before you go all in on something, before you fully commit to a strategy, invest in manpower and money and other resources, go ahead and get some feedback, some market validation that you might be on to something instead of just shooting blind. So you start by firing a bullet. If you're thinking about entering a new vertical for your business, you know, maybe you're selling software to small businesses and now you want to go, you know, to more large enterprise accounts. Before making that commitment, maybe you get at least one to two, probably more enterprise accounts and say, hey, I think we're on to something. I think we can punch above our weight. Instead of going all in on enterprise right out the gate, Realizing they're not buying what you're selling, and now you're shit out of luck because you've committed all this time, money, and resources into a market that has no demand for what you're offering. And when you think about the fire bullets and cannonballs concept, it actually allows you to hedge your bets just in a more strategic way. And I even think about this podcast, Dog Whistle Brandon. Last year in the summer, I decided I wanted to have a podcast to be the main lead magnet for Ironbound Media. Now, I'd already launched a few podcasts prior to that, Confessions of a Native Son, The Transition, but I wanted a podcast specifically for 
Ironbound Media because I like that model. I think it's great to have a platform that allows you to teach everything you know, build a relationship with your audience while also closing the distance between you and them via audio because I just think podcasting is just a lot more intimate uh, than email. But I knew that in order for me to justify the investment I was making into this show, that I had to validate that we could drive uh, revenue from it, that we could get leads from the show. And so I gave myself a little bit of a window. I said, you know what? We're going to launch this Dog Whistle Brandon podcast. We're going to give ourselves, you know, three months to see if we can use it to generate revenue because we were still early. I mean, I had just launched Ironbound Media probably like the year prior. And we'll see where we go. And sure enough, within three months, we got a big lead. We got another lead. And so I knew what the decision we were making, the time and commitment I was investing in this platform um, was working. And so I was able to, again, go all in. But let's say I started the podcast. I didn't really like the return I was getting. I could have shut it down and walked away. And maybe I launched another show with a different concept altogether. Because when we come up with ideas, right, a lot of times we are coming up with them in a vacuum. We haven't engaged the market. Y'all know I'm a big component of that market-based feedback. Which, I just, which is why I stress that business is a contact sport. The only way to get that real feedback is to engage the market. And so once you start getting that feedback of what's working, what's not working, now you're actually able to make a decision. I'm using another example. And I'm actually going through this now with one of my clients. One of my clients is in waste management, right? Has a really successful uh, business, even though he doesn't feel like it's successful yet because he's trying to get to uh, that next level of revenue okay now the majority of his revenue currently is coming in from channel partners because he works with a lot of um channel partners for construction firms right so uh construction managers that are facilitating these big build outs between developments and yada 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 but all his revenue is coming through the channel partner he's not working directly with um these big scale construction companies even though he wants to. Right now, he's just going through the construction management firm. So the assumption is if we go to these uh, construction firms and we market to them and we get their business, right, we're going to be able to get a lot more revenue. We don't have to worry about the middleman in construction management and we're off to the races and we're going to hit our revenue growth. Okay. But again, that's all an assumption. Right now, he's got great relationships with these construction management firms, so much to the point. He hasn't um, had to invest too much into uh, marketing and branding, even though I'm biased, right? I think everybody needs to invest in building a dog whistle brand. But just off relationships alone, going and handshaking and talking to people, they've been able to do very well for themselves, okay? But he's still not happy. So I told him, I said, listen, we have this assumption that these construction management firms are, are, are a good target market for us to go after, not construction management, these construction firms are a good target market for us to go after. But what if we're wasting our time doing it when in really we should be going after more middlemen, right? Because the channel partner strategy is working. And so this is a prime case where you can fire a bullet and then if it hits, fire a cannonball. So what would that look like? That would look like dedicating a percentage of our outreach from sales and marketing to these construction firms, 
okay? And we give ourselves a window, that three to six month window. And I told him, I said, that might be a goal you set uh, annually, right? Because in an ideal world, right, it doesn't all just happen at once. Um, we're going to hedge our bets a little bit, you know, drive some revenue with these construction firms. And then we get to the point where we don't have to go through the construction management firms um, because we have enough revenue coming in from the other side, right? What you don't want to do is shut off the faucet from the money you know, right? Trying to chase this elusive market when it might not be there for you, okay? So that's how we're going to do it. We're going to start off by just dedicating a percentage of our sales focused on getting some of these construction firms. And again, he's giving himself a year, but maybe that's too long for you. Maybe you want to do three to six months, right? Maybe that's more realistic, okay? So you do three to six months. And guess what? If we can't close someone in three to six months, right? And we tweak our messaging, you know, we really come up with a, a strong, perfect customer thesis. We're not just sitting behind the internet. We're out there talking to people, meeting with prospects, yada, 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 and nothing's working. Then that's a sign, okay? That maybe this isn't, good, uh, this isn't a good market for us to go after. Now, that doesn't mean we can't explore other markets. We just have to do it in the same way, right? We're not going to go all in. And this is, I think this is important, particularly for small business owners, because, you know, cash is king. And when we start spending money on stuff that's not getting us a, a real ROI, I mean, we feel it. We ain't got venture capital to come in and save us. People are in their heads over debt, right? So, you know, we've got to be, uh, how do I say, we got to have a bias for action, but we also can't be stupid. We got to be a little bit more strategic, which is why firing bullets than cannonballs is a great way to go. And this is the same for innovation too. And in the book, you know, uh, Jim Collins talks about that. Like, I think he uses the example of the iPod, right? And back in like 2002, uh, the iPod was only making like 3% of Apple sales, right? And I mean, think about what it is now. I think it's over like 60%. It's something crazy, right? But Apple didn't go all in right away. They ran a couple different tests, you know? They end up rolling out iTunes and finding out that, you know, consumers were happy to spend money um, on iTunes for specific songs. And when they saw that, right, they realized like, hey, there's really like this marketplace here for people who want to, you know, um, purchase their songs and have a mobile um, in one place as opposed to just uh, on a CD. And the convenience of having that, right, people would be willing to spend money for. It. And so as they start to get more feedback, you know, from the potential with iTunes, right, and the increase in uh, iPod sales that came with it, they knew that they had a winning formula. And so they doubled down and went all in. And that's why Apple is one of the most successful companies um, in the world today. And obviously they've expanded beyond the iPod, but just think about, you know, back in those early days, right? There were no sure bets, there were no guarantees, but they were strategic with their innovation. And so what I wanna ask you, how can you apply this concept in your own business? What market opportunities are you thinking about? And how can you test and validate and get some of that that feedback to know that this is the right choice to make. We all have our own playbook. You know, people try to sell you their playbook and you, you know, like you can, uh, I forgot what it's called, but they can just somehow take your business and put it right on theirs. But there's so much stuff going on. Y'all got so many, we've all got different business models from how we structure our pricing, 
who our perfect customer is, yada, 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 that, man, the, 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 the options seem limitless. And so we just got to be strategic about how we approach building our businesses. And again, what works for you might not work for me, but a lot of times that's why these frameworks, they, again, these are just left and right lateral limits. Same thing for the dog whistle branding framework, left and right lateral limits. These are things I want you to think about as you're going to market, you know, as you're meeting with your team. But ultimately, it's for you to decide what works best. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm on my way to the Military Influencer Conference. I leave tomorrow and I want to do a solo episode today because it's been a minute since I have uh, released one. And I, I, I'm looking forward to heading um, out to Mick because I'll be teaching a workshop on how to acquire your first 100 customers, which I'm super excited about. And I've already gotten a lot of questions from people in this little app that they're using to run uh, the event that I'm actually going to do individual episodes on the show, you know, answering a lot of those questions. And to me, that's the most exciting part about going out to an event like this is to, you know, close the distance even more between a lot of you listen to this show by finding out um, in person, you know, what are the things that are keeping you up at night from a marketing and branding perspective? And, you know, how can this platform uh, provide some guidance and some uh, frameworks for you to help navigate through it. So I'm super excited about that. Got some other panels going on. And of course, my book, Black Veteran Entrepreneur, is out on Amazon. And I'm excited to take some copies out there, sign them in person, and uh, sell some books. So feeling super uh, blessed today. I really appreciate y'all for tuning in. And do me a favor, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to the Dog Whistle Branding newsletter at the link in the show notes. And in the meantime, if there's a topic you'd like me to cover on the show or in the newsletter, shoot me an email at mike at weareironbound.com or message me directly on LinkedIn at Iron Mike Stedman. Also, if you're really in the thick of it and you need some help, you just want to chat, shoot me a text, 832-284-1045. I appreciate y'all. And until next time, peace, love, and have a great rest of your week. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we provide no-fluff and high-impact brand strategy for veteran-owned businesses. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is powered by The Lion's Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders. We serve mission-driven, high-performing small business owners with at-the-ready resources, battle-tested tools, and full-service support. We're proud to support veteran and other badass-owned businesses at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at thelionspride.com. Mm-hmm.